What's up, EKN Nation? Rob Howden here alongside David Cole for a, another primetime edition of our eCardyNews.com face-to-face show here on both YouTube uh, and Facebook Live. Uh, David and I, uh, we're going East Coast, we've gone West Coast. We're staying with West Coast, actually, because we had a good chat with the folks from the Northwest Carding Association uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they've had a couple of really big events. In fact, one this past weekend, again, that had almost 200 entries. Uh, so really things are strong in the Pacific, up in the Pacific Northwest. And David, that kind of plays into what we're talking about today, because joining us on the uh, show that we'll bring in momentarily uh, from the California Rock Challenge, which could almost be the West Coast Rock Challenge uh, Championship, rather, Andy Saisman is going to join us. And yeah, a lot, there are a lot of good stuff happening on the West Coast right now. Not everywhere. Yeah, yeah, well, again, again, it just, you know, this winter, we had a great challenge in the America's program. You know, again, we had solid numbers, you know, for all three events, you know, had great racing all around. And, you know, again, it, it just bodes to, you know, California, there's 12 months out of the year and they're racing 12 months out of the year. So, again, it's not like where we are in the Midwest where we're itching and craving to go racing where everybody can, you can go to the racetrack any day of the week. Yeah. you know, in SoCal. So it's a little different dy- dynamics. And, and again, obviously different, uh, area era that we're in right now, you know, there's just somehow there's just this big surge going on on the Eastern half of the country. I mean, even central part of the, uh, of the United States is doing well, but as you said, Pacific Northwest, it's always been kind of a good, you know, there's a lot of good racers in that area. There's been a lot of, uh, industry members up in that area. And again, it's yeah. just, it, it, it's been quietly growing, I think, uh, you know, the number of racers and just the just maybe maybe it's a, a little bit of, you know, with the Northwest Karting Association, maybe a little bit of gathering of the of the people again, getting back everybody back together. Well, first and foremost, one of the big issues, if, if you just look at the Pacific Northwest versus Southern California, it's just the, the number of tracks, right? The bottom line is tracks and clubs. Pacific Northwest, five, six, seven clubs that are that are vibrant, whether it's in Oregon or uh, or Washington or up into British Columbia, right? Even with the guys up at, uh, up at Chilliwack and a lot of stuff happening up there as well. Where Southern California just got that one racetrack right now that people are, are really running at in terms of club-wise, and that's Cal Speed. There is some racing at Adams, but nothing going on at Willow. Uh, you know, there's no real club at Button Willow either. And that's, that's a big issue, David, that, to, to not have that. When you have a regional series, you don't have clubs to feed the regional series. That's obviously an issue we've seen before. Yeah, we have. It's it's that it, that's the hard part. Again, it, it's getting people to the racetrack. <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> I know I was gonna say Oregon. And, uh, yeah, it's like David Mike said, Smith idly. Is hilarious. I, it is idly. Uh, yeah, I like to say Oregon. Um, but yeah, it's just again, it no matter what, we always have the ebbs and flows of our sport, and, yep. and this is one of them. You know, again, like I said, we've never seen the numbers like we've had on the eastern half of the country right now, Massive. and again. But there's still a lot of West Coast racers who are racing and they're coming east. And so I think a lot of, you know, that's that has a little bit to do with that. But like you said, there's there's not that base like what we have here in the Midwest, what we have along the East Coast, where there's a lot of these clubs that are growing and growing and growing. Well, and so one of the things, the big things we've seen, and we've been lucky to be able to be part of Andy's Challenge of the Americas program for a decade now, being out to all those events, puts on a great, a great series. You'll hear us talk about it year in and year out. We love being part of the program. Everybody that goes there loves being there. And there, there was a pretty kind of good run up of numbers. Then, of course, COVID happened and, and kind of softened things up a bit, but still great numbers this year, as we talked about. It is a fun series. And 
uh, was it a couple years ago, the industry members in the area for that, that, that support Andy's program said, Hey, listen, we love the rock program and we're here on the West coast. We got to do more. We need a summer series, put a summer series together for us. Uh, no. I don't think the support came as he thought it was going to come, but it's been growing. They've been fine tuning it. And last year, David, one of the big thing, things, this will be one of the things we'll talk about throughout this, this edition of face to face was they put out a survey and said, what are the, what's a track on the West Coast that you guys would love to do that we haven't done before? What's a bucket list track for you that we could add to the California Rock Championship? And an overwhelming majority said, let's go to Pat's Acres. Let's go up to, to, to Oregon, uh, to, to Candy. And, man, that was, that was big. So they're going back this year, and we're going this year as well. Andy, of course, wants to, to solidify this part of his program. And, man, we're gonna, I'm excited. You've never been to Pat's before. I love the place, man. I went back there in 2000, or 1998, I believe, 1999, with the first edition of the Scusa Promoto Tour. You mean Love when Nick place. Tucker was a junior? <laughs> when, when, when Nick Tucker won 80cc junior on a Mike Wilson chassis. Exactly that. Yeah, indeed. And I love the, love the Egger family. Looking forward to, to doing that. That's what we're going to we'll, we'll talk about. We'll bring Andy on here in a moment. Here. We're going to talk about Rock Cup and the Rock Program on the West Coast and how it's kind of developing, what's happening. We'll talk, of course, about the event of Pat's Acres. And we'll talk a little bit more about FTK Promotions and a, a bit of a move there as well. Let's bring him on. All right. Here we go. David and I can only talk so much together, uh, Andy. We do it uh, all day long, so we figured we'd bring, bring you in as a, as a buffer right now. Thanks for joining us, man. No problem. Thank you. It was amazing listening to you for the past six minutes and 22 seconds. <laughs> wow. It's I called, last a long time. It's called setting it up. It's called <laughs> well, that's not what I hear, but anyway. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, where do you want to start? Do we, do we start with where you are right now? Do we, do we start with FTK Promotions making a move, or do you want to start with Rock chatting a bit about the Rock Cup on the West Coast right now? Where I'm, where I'm at right now is my home for about the next three and a half weeks. Uh, my house in Fullerton here. That's uh, Oh, you're still, okay, you're still home. There you go. We're still in Fullerton. Uh, you know, this is a place we've rented for the past year. I mean, you, you know the story, and not that people yeah. care about my personal situation, but we sold, <laughs> we sold the house in Fullerton. We rented a house right next to the high school, so Grace could finish out her last year. Bought a place in Idaho, so I've been. I spend about a week up there each month, coming back and forth. But uh, this is a, this is the home stretch. The last last three three weeks before we uh, make the final move. Well, that's it's really kind of a, a part of what you do, all told, right? People know you as a promoter. Uh, many know that you had the FTK uh, full throttle carding shop in Orange that you actually sold a lot of cards, had a lot of customers out of that place. But not only are you the promoter for the Challenge of the Americas in the California Rock uh, Championship, but you're also, you work very closely with Rock Cup USA as really the West Coast distributor for the product line, right? Correct. Yeah. I mean, our, tra- our, our, our program has transitioned, you know, over the past several years from, like I said, 100, 100% retail-based program to, you know, I mean, you go back to 05 doing the Gators thing and then 08 starting Challenge and then, you know, the ebb and flow with Rotax and the 08 you know, the big trough we hit there and then the end of Rotax and then the signing with Rock. And really once once we signed the deal with Rock to to uh, to sell the tires and the engines and the parts to distribute on the West Coast to save save all the dealers on shipping, you know, from from one from a time standpoint and from a money standpoint. Yeah. Um, you know, our business really transformed itself from from being a uh, I don't like the word transition nowadays. It's a little too political. But uh, <laughs> but <laughs> But shifted, you know, shifted, pivot. You pivoted, pivot. You pivot, pivot. <laughs> um, it pivoted from you know from that retail business to really a wholesaler, and that's and that's what we do now every day. I mean, Eric and I are you know shipping stuff every day, um, and then you know putting on our you know our races each year. So that's I mean that's that's where we're at now. 
let's uh, let's talk about the California Rock Championship first, and the and the, the run up to Pats, and then we'll talk overall. Uh, you can kind of give us your feel on on the Rock program on the West Coast. Uh, I know you're excited to get back up to Pats Acres. A lot of people I've talked to, you know, for the first half of the year are super jacked about it, right? Guys we had at the challenge, uh, other guys, we just talked about how excited they are. Something different, but they get up to Pat's legendary track, just a different atmosphere. It's a challenging racetrack as well. But let's just talk, you know, for you logistically and, and how you want to grow the program. How excited are you to get, get back up to Pat's? You had good numbers last year. Yeah, I mean, it was a it was a reasonable start. I mean, we had, I think, in the 70s last year, which yeah. was just – just good enough to to make it exciting to come you know to go back and then literally at that same time is when i decided to make my transition you know to idaho which i'm sure we'll touch on in a second but um yeah i mean there's a there's a great program like you guys talked about right there's a lot of great clubs up there there's a great regional program up there and i'm not going up there to upset the apple cart in any way i just know that you know you you touched on it for a second rob Right. We have to support these tracks. We need these yeah. tracks. Right. And if and if we ignore these long time tracks, they're going to go away. And, Agreed. you know, you know, that's I think that's fundamentally uh, what you talk about, the strength of the East Coast right now. They go to some great tracks. They go to Homestead. They go to GoPro. Right. Uh, you know, Road America, Newcastle. In the past, it was uh, uh, Pit Race. It was, you know, whether it was Gary's track at MRP. Right. I mean. Now with Cincinnati really, you know, putting a lot of money into their program, right? That you're you're gonna see that track, you know, we step up on the stage. Okay. And it's like if we don't support these places, they're gonna go away. And you're seeing it in Southern California where there hasn't been a new track put on Central Speed was put on the map in what, oh three, oh four, right? And there's a lot of areas of the country where there's a lot of new tracks, but there's still a lot of great old ones we need to go to and we need to support. And I was really excited when when Chris you know, allowed me to come back, come up there last year. And, you know, I'm fired up to go back. I really, uh, I really love that place. Like you said, and I, you know, I can't wait to go. Hey, listen, you see what's happening right now. There are racetracks in Southern California. There's just nobody going there anymore. You know, even I look back to what, 10 years ago when there was the, uh, the parking lot track in San Diego mm-hmm. um, at uh, Qualcomm stadium, Qualcomm, right? There was, yeah. there was yeah. a small club there. Uh, there was a small club in Paris. There was a small club at Willow. Just it, when that's when it starts to go away and people start support stop supporting those tracks, whether it be with a regional series or whatever it may be, uh, it, it's obviously you know it's damaging. Now, interesting about you know you being up there in Idaho as well. And we'll talk about you bringing the California Rock Championship up there. But one of the things about the Pacific Northwest is it's not really a single engine dominated region. Right. It's a more of a tag region, right? So it's like you said, you're not there trying to upset the apple cart, really. All, like, you know, Italian Motors is there with their X-125. Miami mm-hmm. is up there. Rotex up there. You're really just going to, to be honest, probably bring an extra level of support for the rock program for those who want to run the rock engine within their tag, you know, their tag uh, tag class itself. Yeah, obviously. I mean, we, you know, we roll up to the track and we have, you know, 150,000 hours of the rock parts and engines in the trailer and tires and everything else. So, you know, you know, obviously karting is at a different spot. Nobody stocks anything in their trailer anymore. We've, we've had this discussion 100,000 times. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll bring a little bit of different, a uh, little different aspect. I'll probably go to the track more than I have, uh, in the past couple of years. Like I said, with the transition of being a wholesaler, I've kind of backed away from going to the track. Um, so now probably I'll, I'll get involved a little bit more than that, you know, go to Tri-Cities or go to Sumas or go, you know, go to obviously, you know, Cart Idaho and a few other places. So, 
I mean, that'll, that'll be a, a different transition again, but I mean, that's just the evolution of how, how life is going to be for me. For those who don't know about uh, the California Rock Championship going up to Pat's Acres, how'd that start? I kind of t- briefly talked about you doing the survey. Give us a little more insight on that so people can understand that, man, that this is something you just didn't go, hey, we're going to go north. I'm, we're going we're gonna to drive up to Pat's Acres. So what, you know, where, where did it actually happen? I know you've told us more. I touched briefly on it. I want to hear from you. Well, like you said, a couple of years ago, it was uh, the fall of uh, fall of 20. It was actually it was during COVID. Right. Um, you know, Sean and I sat down and said, you know, hey, let's let's see what the let's see what everybody wants, right? So we we put out a survey, and you know, the goods and bads of the survey is right. People have their opinions, but people don't have to back up any opinion with any kind of real effort, right? So, you know, obviously, Pat's was at the top of the list, and you know, let's go to Buttonwill, let's do this, let's do that, and we we just kind of laid it all out and said, you know, where do you want to go? How do you want the format to be? What do you want? And it was a mixed bag. And I've, you know, in the last couple of years, I've, I've kind of tweaked and, and pushed the program. But, you know, Pat's was overwhelming, was was kind of the shining star where people wanted to be. Um, you know, this year, you know, I, I said, well, let's try let's try the, the challenge format, you know, uh, for as far as the double weekends go. Right. Because in the past, the first year I did it, um, you know, CRC was simply just a, a one race day format. And then last, you know, then we did a couple combined events with um with Rock Sonoma. And then we did, you know, we kind of, we've kind of tweaked. So I said, well, this year we're going to try all the whole Coda format. And then, man, whatever's going on in Southern California is going on. I mean, it just, you know, it didn't, it, it, it's, it didn't work down here. Let's just say. Yeah. So I'm, I'm focusing on Pats and then on the future and, and we'll go from there and, and see what happens. But I think it's going to be great. I mean, there's a, you know, obviously, you know, there's a, there's a pretty good team that that calls that track their home base. I don't know. I mean, you see them, with their purple sticker kits about every, every other, you know, press release you guys write about, about a race somewhere. So, I mean, Rollison said he's going to bring close to 20 guys and, you know, a lot of, a lot of people want to race them. Right. I mean, that's uh let's be honest there. You know, I don't mean to poke fun at him really, but I mean, they're the Penske or Ganassi of our sport right now. Right. I mean, they're at the top of the heat. And um, so you want to race those guys. Here's your chance. Go race those guys. Not, not to mention on the shifter side, you got GFC that'll be bringing their contingent up there as well too. So, especially with the not, Track Magic Group, I mean that's uh, yeah. sorry to interrupt, David, but you know no, you, have, you have you have Jason Lapointe, um, really being you know a big point man between the tra- behind the Track Magic Group, and Gary says there's a you know they're kind of making a push towards that. So you know we should see a very good um, you know group of those guys as well. Yeah, yeah Jason Lapointe ran back in 1999 at the Scusa Promoto Tour. I wonder if we get Jason Lapointe out to run Masters. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the problem is the races are probably lo- are going to be longer than four laps, and that's what happens as we get older. I mean, uh, you know, those twenty, that, that, 20 was back, that was that was qualified back yeah. then. Yeah, exactly. You know, Pat was the first place I ever met Gary Carlton. He was working on the back of like of a van with his old man. It was awesome. It was awesome. There you go. We pause our face to face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and drive services, 
Cart preparation and driver coaching are available under the LEM tent throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding, providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. History. Success. Family. Those are the three words that describe Comet Cart Sales, one of the longest tenured karting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation is located just outside of Indianapolis, and they have provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers throughout their near six decades of business. Comet's online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. Comet Kart Sales attends dozens of karting events every year, offering trackside service for racers and families. Karting veterans Mark Dismore Jr. and Gary Lawson provide one-on-one -on -one driver coaching and tuning assistance for each trackside customer. The engine building business, Comet Racing Engines, has won countless major events and championships over decades of karting, and they continue to offer the best trackside service in the industry. Make sure you head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be a part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Question, uh, Jim Kidd says, I can't wait to get back to Pat's. I'll probably get my butt kicked, but man, what a venue. That's 100% real. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Jimmy came last year with uh, with Rob from Illuminos, and they, you know, I think they rented a house together, like a little group of them, you know, and they had a great time. That you know, Jimmy and Cassie made their way up the coast, and you know, they came and raced, and, and Jimmy had never been up there, and he wanted to come, and he said he had a great time, and he says, if I do one race next year, he told me this last year, I'm doing Pats again. I was like, that's okay. awesome, and that's why, that's why I do this, that's why I want this to happen. It, it, it almost kind of reminds me of what USBKS did with Road America. Like a lot of people had never been to Road America before. And you get a lot of these Texas drivers, Florida drivers, and even a lot of Cal, you know, West Coast drivers that came up. And they're like, yeah. this place is amazing. Like it has trees. It has grass. It's, it, you know, Weird, it's, right? you can go camping and not have to worry about, you know, dust and, and all this other crap that goes on, you know, in, in certain racetracks that, that we do go to. But it's just, it, it I kind of it, it kind of reminds me of that where Pat's is it's, it's a very like probably no other racetrack like it in, in terms of what surrounds it. I mean, it has a river going alongside of it. It's surrounded by trees. You can camp there. And, and alongside it's just, of it, the river it goes sorry, on it. 80% of it. And then on it in, in you know, in the wintertime. Yeah. It. We're still waiting for you guys to hook up that motorhome you're going to rent, Rob. You still working on that? Or? Yeah, I, st I still got to work on it. I'll figure it out. It'll be this week. We'll get her dialed in. Yeah. We're going to go camping. That's one thing, too, folks. If you want, we're, we're going to be camping at the track. There's going to be some uh, some after racing after party, I think. What for 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 the drivers that were there for the drivers that were there last year? What was kind of like the one thing that you continued to hear from them that they when they talked about not just the facility but the racetrack itself? Um, that you, there's no there's no time to rest at Pat's. I mean, yeah. there there is it is not it is not the current 
super speedway tracks that are being built. And, you know, the, like I said, I'm not poking fun. I'm not the Newcastles, the Nolas, the Millers with, with a thousand foot straightaway where you can kind of chill and, you know, <laughs> kind of stretch out like even the straightaway at patch, which is like 700, 800 feet long. It has a bend in it, right? Like, every, like you don't stop turning the steering wheel. There's no time to rest. I agree. So I don't mean to yeah. scare people off by saying no. you better be fit, but that's the point. Like you're driving. I mean, and, you know, there's trees and grass and you are never, you have never stopped driving this track. There is no right. time to rest. I love it. I love that track. hundred percent. Love it. What else you got here? Here's one. Here's a question from Mike Smith. Uh, Andy asking about, uh, he says, is it, is Pat's a one-off or is it still a two weekend program? Now, obviously we, I, you know, the, the, you know, that's a good question. Cause obviously the cancellation of, of Cal speed because of all the issues in, in Southern California, are you going to do is essentially, it will be four races then for the championship with the finale at Sonoma. So at this point, and uh, this is where you're, you may hear Mike actually scream through the computer when I say this. Um, I'm going to take all the championship prizes and work on other ones. But at Pats, it's points from Pats are going to earn the prizes, are going to earn the tickets to to Rock Vegas. Okay. So basically, I'll, I'll work on stuff for Sonoma. But uh, Pats will basically be a one-off, its own two-race championship. And Sonoma will basically function as the same. Oh, I like so, that. All right. Awesome um, so we have the we have the prizes from uh, from Rock Up USA. Um, we have some sponsorships, so you know I'm gonna I'm gonna just take. Unfortunately, with the with the cancellation at Cal Speed, it is what it is. But uh, we're just gonna take those prizes and push them to Pats, and then I'll I'll work on Sonoma. But um, so that's that's great for especially the people in the Pacific Northwest, right? Um, the, yeah. the folks at at, at Tri Cities or you know Sumas, obviously McMinnville, Cart you know Cart Idaho. I mean they can come. They come race um, race there, and they don't. If they want to try to try to win a ticket to uh, to Rock Vegas, all they have to do is show up to that race, and then we'll be handing out those tickets there. So, Andy, another question came from uh, Mike. I won't bring it up, but he's he's asking um, weekend format. Is it going to be challenge format? Yeah, 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 yeah. Challenge but for the format. tickets, for the tickets, points together, right? Points together. Two, it's just a two. two, well, it's, two, two it's a two round two championship. <laughs> I wasn't asking you, Cole. I was asking Andy. <laughs> That's why he's here. You know what? It's a good question. Maybe I'll work on it. You know what? I haven't. You know what? I haven't announced it yet. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll. Maybe I'll do a whole. Maybe I'll do heat race magic. You guys can match two sets of tires. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll make right. that announcement next week. All right. There you go. I like it. That's good. Um, what else? We, anything else you want to talk about? By the way, how about the date? June the 24th, 25th, 26th, right? So just about a month yeah, away. Exactly. Yeah, I think we're five weeks away, I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, whatever it is, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, it comes up quick, especially with, with, with my move. I mean, it's, it's going to be but, crazy. Yeah, and like you said, it fits pretty good on the schedule because, you know, Scusa will be two weeks before that. I think they have the regional race in the area the week before that, so there's still time for, for local racers to be part of it. There's plenty of time for national racers to be part of it as well, too. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's definitely – I mean, that was the point, right? When, when we looked at the schedule, it's been hard. It's been a tough year for scheduling. And and the tougher the tougher thing on scheduling has been $7 a gallon gas in California. I mean, I mean, it's it's – we watch what's going on with the clubs and the organizations. I mean, stuff that used to be strong is not right now. And it's simply, I, I think it's, it's just the economy 
and that seven dollar a gallon gas and what you see i mean california diesel i can't find diesel for less than 650 anywhere so and it's seven some places so it's just crazy right um so but it is in a, in a little dead spot it's a couple weeks before uspks a couple weeks after um utah so i mean it's literally you know like an eight hour shot right i mean probably a little longer than eight hours okay we'll say like a 12 hour shot from from uh from miller well utah motorsports complex you know to pat's right so if people want to go there dump their stuff and you know chris chris lets you park your stuff there so if you have a hauler and you just want to leave it on the west coast you can, you can park it over there for a couple of weeks um and then you know come race. so and i know a couple of teams are doing that it just works out well with how they have things going on um but yeah it's 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 a little bit of a dead spot but that's fine that's the point yeah and, and again, I think I like the fact that the placement there for everything that's going on up in the Pacific Northwest. You know, we already mentioned how strong the, the Northwest Karting Association is. And uh, I don't I haven't had a chance to kind of look at the breakdown, though. Have you, have you talked to club the people at the clubs, tracks? This kind of segues a little bit in, Andy, to the the strength of rock uh, on the West Coast. What, what's what is what's rock participation look like uh, in those tag categories? Do you know, you know, the 100 CC for sure is strong. Um, you know, obviously in the west and we've had this discussion right on the east coast the 125 tag is still super strong but on the west coast and and pacific northwest is a little different they still have a good mixed 125 tag but south of the oregon border the 125 tag is is dormant here it's crazy i don't know how it happened i don't know what happened but it happened and and you know how that goes once it goes it goes like everybody just went 100 cc racing and that's it um you know, rock, the benefit of the rock in the 100cc, let's be honest, it's $700 cheaper than the KA, mm. right? So the KA had a three-year head start um, with the rock. So there's there are more of them penetrated in the market. But for the average person who and engines are very, very, very close, 700 bucks, that's three sets of tires. That's, that's two months worth of race budget for a club race, right? So, or it's a blueprint. Right. I mean, you could you can get a rock and, and send it to P1 or Manning or Sweet Tech or any of your guys. And and um, and for the 700 bucks, pretty much get a blueprint, which is what an out of the box K would cost you. So money's money, especially right now, for sure. Right. Right. Um, you know, aside from that, I mean, obviously, you know, the Pacific Northwest is still big in LO206. Um, so it's a you know, they have a big mixed bag. I mean, the rock shifter is still super strong. It's still, you know, the best um, right now on the market, the best engine as far as shifter carts is, is going right now, right? It's basically taking the place of the Honda, as solid as the Honda was for so long, right? I mean, there's other other stuff coming and going, but really the, the rock shifter is, is still the, you know, the number one option. So is it more stable? It's more, more stable. stable. It's been around for it's been around for eight years. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a solid, solid format. And, um, you know, they're all very, very close. I mean, you don't need to spend a billion dollars with a builder to get it to be competitive. So, I mean, it, it's a great it's a great product. Yeah, I think the, and the engine output plays well for the Masters guys, too. I think more than maybe you know, even a KZ or, or one of the other power plants. It's, just, it's not that it's it's a little little softer, I think, to a certain extent, right? The, the rock shifter compared to just like it's not quite as violent. It's not quite yeah. as violent as a KZ or the or the one seven five or whatever else is out yeah. there, right? And even the even the stock Honda that was so torquey, right? 
Yeah, you mentioned the uh, you mentioned the two hundred six, and uh, Mike Smith dropped this out here because I was just thinking about this. This is gonna, this is gonna be a party, right? We're all coming up. E card news is gonna be there. We're gonna be covering the whole thing. Uh, two hundred six at CRC Pats might have to do two classes. And any thought? Of, listen, there's like you said, there are a ton of two hundred six racers um, up in the Pacific Northwest that run that you know run the club levels, whether they run at Tacoma or like you said, Tri City or PGP. <laughs> PGP, hundred percent. They'll get twenty plus at PGP, right? You down you, you down with PGP? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, PGP. you know me. That's a great track, by the way. Uh, Paul Zaylud, of course, a former industry member, big time with us. Any thoughts of maybe adding a fun two hundred six class on the on the weekend? I don't like to add any fun classes. Karting's not supposed to be fun, Rob. I, you know, I've driven a shift. <laughs> I've Hold driven on. A sh- Listen, I've driven a shifter at uh, at Pat's when I was quite a bit younger, twenty years ago. I, I will. I bet that track that, would be. That's where you drove. That's where you drove Scott Speed Shifter, wasn't it? I drove Scott Speed Shifter there. Yeah, indeed, I did the Tony. Yeah. I actually drove the year before, two years before. I drove his MBA there as well. Okay. Um, yeah, with KLS. But uh, yes, I drove the. I drove Speed's uh, Sweet Tech Hemi there. It was a lot of fun. But I can imagine that track would be awesome in a two hundred six. Yeah, I can imagine. It's probably it's right? perfect, right? I mean, I mean, it was yeah. designed. It was designed a little bit earlier. I mean, that's. You know, they made the little addition to it, you know, I don't know how many years ago, 10 years ago, obviously. I mean, if you remember, Pats was a whole loop shorter, right? I mean, if, yeah. if you think about Pats, it's almost like a hand. It's like a hand with like three fingers, right? So you had like <laughs> the straightaway and then you had a loop, a loop, and a loop, and then back down the straightaway, right? And what, and right. what they and in the past, it only had two, it only had two loops. And what Chris Edgar calls turn one. <laughs> yeah, which is, I don't know how many, yeah. <laughs> you just like, you, you just the keep sweeping. turning. It turned the back. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, turn turn one is like a hundred and oh no, it's like a two hundred and forty degree turn almost. It is. Right? You, it's you like a keep, keyhole. Keep, yeah. Keep, keep, keep so answer the question: Are we doing two or six? Maybe think about it. Oh, you're putting me on that. No, hold on. Let me let me have three or seven more of these, and we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. You know, well, what? it could it, it could be like a special class where you like run it at the end of the day each day, you know, or something like that. Look for mechanics. You want you want two oh six? Give me money. If I recall, entry's and, open, right? Entry's and, you know, open right and now. And I say this in the least rude way possible. <laughs> money talks, right? You yeah. twenty people show twenty people call me and, and, and print out print out a, a uh, one of our paper entry forms and scratch off rock shifter and write in L O two oh six and put their credit card. <laughs> I'll have I'll have twenty guys with an L two hundred six. What do you want me to tell you? I mean, that's uh, if you if you pay for it, it will come. <laughs> that's the rule. I mean, we yeah, don't people don't like to talk about it, right? I mean, let, let's just say it's a big it's a big voodoo topic that oh my god, promoters are supposed to make money at this, right? I mean, you you know, you guys deal with this every week at, at different races. Everybody's supposed to be a volunteer. This is how we earn our living. That's it, right? Yeah. So the bottom line is. Why did why did uh, Cal Speed get canceled? Not enough people were willing to spend money. So how do we get an LO two six class at Pat's Acres? Spend money. Yeah, commit for it. Just a so, thought. That's just thought. I, I like I like the idea of throwing it out there. Just an idea, right? Hey, Chris Worley. Hey, race. I mean, I, let, let let's go. What what do you got? What do you got for me? There you go. Well, we'll we'll throw it out there. We'll drop a little little note on on social media tomorrow. But did, were you printing that rent, your entry fee already? <laughs> <laughs> Scratch it out. You know how many go-karts the Eggers have there, David? That's true. 
You you oh, muted we, yourself. We you can't hear you, yourself. Dan. Can't hear you. I'm that's sure I can finagle one of them. <laughs> that's the best you've sounded all day long. Thank you. Very yeah. True. Well, I had to shut it off so the printer was running. I didn't want you to hear that. I got you. So. Uh, away from the event itself, again, June 24, 25, 26, California Rock Championship, going up to Pat's Acres, one-off event, as, as Andy has told us. Now, all the prizes are going to be packed on there to go to Rock Vegas, the whole deal. Um, let's widen the scope a little bit and talk about Rock uh, on the West Coast. Uh, can you kind of give us a rundown up and down the West Coast, so- SoCal, NorCal, Pacific Northwest, uh, and maybe other areas, Arizona, whatever it may be? What's What's Rock looking like right now? I mean, for sure we have pockets, right? I mean, obviously our strongest, you know, soul club program is uh, Rock Sonoma. Um, You also have Rock the Rockies, which is kind of building a little bit of momentum. Um, You have the UMC program at uh, at, at Miller, UMC. That uh, is there. There's, you know, PKRA has a few rocks. They have some shifters. They have some hundreds. uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Tri-C has some shifters that come race their program and some hundreds are sprinkled in. Um, and then uh, this year, KPX added the the 100 to their program. They, they used to be a, a IAMI only program. Now they're rock, you know, mixed. So, you know, you see, like we talked about, right? I mean, those those engines, and I'll never badmouth a competitor, the, the IAMI and the rock are so close as far as the 100cc. I mean, the, the performance is so close, but... You know, basically, when you have the the importers selling to themselves here in the United States, you know, Rock has a price advantage. It has a seven hundred dollar price advantage. So for a lot of folks, as we talked about, that's that's a great benefit. So we just work on these pockets of the country where they're willing to um, to to allow a second or a third engine into their program. You know, obviously, when you get to the USPKS, Cusa Rock, you know, Challenge of the Americas, Rock Cup USA. Those are all single engine or have been, you know, primarily single engine program. But in these club programs, they should they should allow all these engines that are all so close. I mean, Agreed. let's be let's be fair. The difference between the first place driver and the tenth place driver is far greater than the difference between a KA and a Rock on the dyno. Well, I mean, come on, give me a break, right? So, so there's a lot of these pockets where where we're we're getting some penetration, and. Um, you know, it's slowly building and that's fine. That's, that's part of the process. And, and Garrett and I both recognize that it's, it's the effort and the support we bring and as well as the, you know, the price advantage that really helps out a lot of folks. I was just going to say that it, it kind of boils down to effort when you're dealing with multiple engine formats, because yeah. if, if people don't, you know, if they, the promoters or clubs or whoever don't want to deal with it, they just don't. Right. But if if they have enough customers saying, hey, look, you know, this is this is the option we want to go with. They don't, and do, do you think you as as a distributor, do you think you have a little bit of influence talking with clubs and showing them, hey, it's not much work. You just have to you, you kind of have to go with what's working right now and like wait, because really it boils down to kind of wait. Am I am I correct in that, especially with the 100 cc? Yeah, I mean, people, people don't, like inertia, inertia is a thing. People don't want to upset the apple cart, right? right. So, so if a club has a really good KA program, like the last thing they want to do is was screw it up, right? They, they right. don't want it, right? So all we can do is come in and say, look, we do have these XYZ advantages. Um, you know, it's not going to screw up your program. Uh, it's, look, if the Rock was a second faster, the clubs have a reason to throw their arms up and goes, no way. Right. right. But they're so, they're so close. They're yeah. so close. Right. Yeah. So it, 
there's no reason for the clubs. And that's always my point is there's no reason for you not to allow this engine in your program. It doesn't take any more effort to tech it. It doesn't, right. So just, they run the same carburetor, the same ignition, the same, it's, it's literally. so. And, and like, like you just said, you know, it's good for clubs to have people, period. I mean, that's, that's what you're there for as a club is to welcome people when, no matter what you have, whether it's, you know, the, 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 outdated vintage stuff come race you know again just just come race we'll find that that's always when i was working with a club it's always like we'll find a place for you to run i don't yeah i mean that's that's like the club's responsibility is that i mean that's that's the on-ramp to our sport right they have to have that big arms open thing and unfortunately you know for what it's worth you know the whole the the way that the way the the culture has changed in our sport right yeah big team tents aren't welcoming Right. So and, you know, single engine programs at, at the smallest of clubs aren't welcoming. You just got to be able to give a guy who or a gal, you know, the ability who, who bought a three thousand dollar used card on Craigslist to bring it and find them a place. Right. Because yeah. if they fall in love with the sport, they'll sell the three thousand dollar used go cart and go to the team or the shop or whatever and spend whatever it spends, whatever it costs to get the thing that's that that's competitive or proper, but you have to get them to fall in love first. Yeah. Right. You got a courting period. There's a courting period. We say it all the time, right? Remove the barrier of entry. You have to, right. they have to. Yeah. Right. And, and look, it is what it is. We, we, there are sponsorship deals that come from the manufacturers, whether it's the engines or the tires or the insurance companies. Like there's always sponsorship deals with all of us. Right. And we, those of us that do the sponsoring expect return on our investment, but at some point there has to be there has to be some give and take. There has to be a little bit of balance to that. Yeah. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Are you ready to go from carts to cars? Since 1975, the Skip Barber Racing School has taken great drivers and made them champions. Today, we're proud to welcome the next generation of winners. Make the transition from carts to cars with the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. You'll compete at the most iconic tracks in America. Race weekends include your very own equalized Formula 4 race car, a professional crew, expert instruction, video and data analysis, hospitality, and more. This is the place to fulfill your dream of becoming a champion. Sign up today by calling 866-932-1949 or visit us at skipbarber.com. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis, and now the new Red Speed and EOS brands, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup USA Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and Winter Series, and the Pro Kart Challenge, the United States Pro Kart Series, and the WKA Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line, you can find the OTK USA dealer near you. Whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xpree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit 
www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTKUSA directly. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. And so I think overall, that's, we've done that in a great, I mean, look at, look at Sonoma, right? Sonoma allows the IAMI product, right? I mean, that's a rock supported program, a rock sponsored program that allows IAMI. And unfortunately, you don't, you don't see that some other places the other way, but that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> uh, do you want to touch on the uh, the final finale for the uh, CRC? Do you want to t- touch on Sonoma at all? The week, at least give the weekend out there. And- uh, yeah, I mean that's going to be at the end of August. That's going to be the twenty sixth to twenty eighth. I think it yep. is twenty sixth um, to twenty. You know, I'd rather I'd rather talk about my move to Idaho because that's what I'm excited about. To be fair, <laughs> let's talk about it. Then you're going to Idaho, packing <laughs> up the truck, moving north. Moved to Beverly. That's I didn't it. find oil. I didn't find oil on my property. That's the all part right. that bumps me out. But uh, there's but- a big garden. It will be the base for FTK, right? For the full throttle carding and such your distribution base? Yeah, for sure. I mean, after, uh, you know, after living in Southern California for 35 years and, and running, uh, you know, FTK for 20, um, you know, not to, not to piss too many political people off, but, you know, it's time to leave California. And, <laughs> um, you know, with, with, with Trev, you know, our son uh, up at Montana State, up in Bozeman, and he basically said, He's never coming back, um, even if he could afford it to live here, right? I mean, he's, he's, he's like, I love it up here, whether I live in Idaho or Utah or Wyoming or Montana, I'm never coming back. And uh, Grace decided our daughter, uh, who's graduating here in a week or a week and a half, um, she's going to go to school in Washington. And once she goes up there, she's going to fall in love with that place. So it's very true. It's, it's time for us to just move. I mean, she's, she's going to Bellingham. Right? She's going to Western up in Bellingham. You know where that is, Rob. Mm-hmm. So uh, 20 minutes from the... She'll actually be closer to Claudio than me, so I better, I better. <laughs> that's kind of scary, but you know, I have to get a hold of Claudio and say, "Hey, man, if my daughter screws up, I'm probably gonna need you to, you know, come check on her." <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I mean, look, you know, you don't want to follow your kids around the planet, but it's it's time. And we, Kathy and I've been talking about, you know, going going somewhere different for a long time, and this worked out perfectly. So we we found uh we found a home with a shop on it, some property. And we're just going to do this. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a distributor. I'm a wholesaler at this point. I'm a race promoter. I don't need, I don't need the big retail presence. And if people want to come to the house, people can come to the house. I don't, and I'm not worried about it. So it works for us at this stage in our life. I mean, we're in our fifties. I'm all Kathy 36. Don't, you know, don't yeah, of course. That. I know you married young. <laughs> exactly. Super young. <laughs> Super young. But you know, so it's, it's, uh, it's perfect. I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm excited, man. I mean, it's, uh, it's going to be the next step in our lives and, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a fun time. And, and there's, like I said, there's a great community up there. It's going to, it's not going to be 45 minutes like it is to Cal speed. I mean, it's, yeah. well, it's only 20 minutes to cart Idaho, but then the next track is four hours away. I was going to say cart, cart Idaho has no idea what it's about to get here. Oh, they have no clue. <laughs> they have no clue, right? Well, hold on. They have to deal with Doug Fleming and you? And, uh, O'Brien, James O'Brien. James O'Brien. Oh my yeah. goodness. Right. C-K-R-U-S-A. So, I mean, right. So, uh, that's a trio. That's like the three amigos. <laughs> <laughs> or is that the Macarena? I can't remember. One of the one of the other. So, but no, I mean, you know what's funny is a, a sideline, right? Somebody I was talking to a, this is like a few months ago, and 
a, a team owner who will be name, remain unnamed, you know, said, well, how are you going to do what you do? And I said, what do you mean? How am I going to do what I do? I'm going to do what I do every day. I put, we ship stuff and then we, we drive 12 hours to go to a race and we were there for a week. And like, well, how is it? Well, no, but you're not going to be there. You know, you're in Southern California. I'm like, no, I'm not going to be there because you don't want to stock a piston. Like, I, you know, you're going to have to actually order stuff. <laughs> right. I said, you live 20 minutes or, you know, you live an hour from, from another guy in the sport and you literally both th drive 3000 miles to go to races. Right. But you don't carpool. So what's the difference, whether I live here or you live there? I mean, you know, as we talked about the quote unquote, one of the biggest teams in the country lives in the Pacific Northwest and spends the whole winter in Florida and the rest of the country, the rest of the year on the East Coast. doesn't matter where you live anymore. Look at you guys. I mean, it doesn't yeah. matter. Where you live. Yeah. Yeah. So, and for me, you bring that up because it's always been and you know, this has always blown my mind that somebody can be a dealer for a product and not bring any, not bring, not bring any product to the racetrack. Yeah. Right. It's weird. Right. What are you going to do? How could you not do that? I don't know. Um, the biggest, one of the biggest engine builders in the country, uh, a couple of the biggest engine builders in the country, Comet and Wolcher, don't live within 1,000 miles of the of their biggest importer that they buy from. Yet right. somehow they manage. Somehow <laughs> they manage. <laughs> Very true. So, all right. So you're up in Idaho. Uh, going to be doing a little more stuff up in the Pacific Northwest. And uh, all in all, uh, kind of paths will kind of be that, I guess kind of that uh, first run there, right? Uh oh, Rob, Rob. So uh -oh. may, maybe, again, maybe Rob, now that up on me. Yeah. He, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. A little bit. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say that that Pacific Northwest, obviously going to be in kind of a new area for you. Andy. you're going to be a lot closer. So really it'll kind of be like a, uh, like an intro party again, coming back into Pats again. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's the point, right? We're going to come to Pats and introduce ourselves again to a new community. You know, hopefully, you know, hopefully Michael, um, Michael Valiente, Claudio, and those guys come down. Remo, um, you know, they came down and supported our challenge a few times, yeah. obviously. So hopefully they'll come down with some guys, Chris Worley and the guys from, um, you know, from Midnight Motors. You know, hopefully they come down. Obviously, Don Hombo has been a, a great supporter up there. I mean, I mean, there's there's plenty of good shops and teams up there um, that obviously there's a good community up there. So come down to Pat's, um, try out our program, see what we're about. Like I said, I'm going to get involved in your local area. I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to mess anything up. I just want to come and check it out and see what I can add to it. I think I, you know, after my 30 plus years in the sport and 20 plus years in an industry member, I think I can add something to it if you're if you welcome me. And um, but otherwise, it's gonna. The last bit of what I wanted to say was it's not gonna. It's it's gonna change nothing I do in the wintertime. Like my challenge is still my challenge, right? People have asked me, oh, how's it gonna skin affect challenge? I don't know. I'll see you in Arizona in the winter. Like, what do you want me to tell you? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not going to just hide because there's snow on the ground in Boise. I'm going to get in the truck and trailer and I'm going to drive down to Arizona. We're going to put some races on in Southern California and Arizona and Sonoma like we always do. Yeah. Um, in fact, I already asked for um, a couple dates from tracks just this week. Well, last week. It's only Monday. Um, so I'm already working on dates and track locations for challenge next year. And, uh, you know, and full steam ahead. I mean, it's it's not going to change fundamentally what I do on a daily, daily basis. It's going to change my commute. Instead of getting in the truck and driving three miles, I'm going to get on get in my on my Nikes, uh, my Under Armors, and walk, you know, 40 feet, right? So it's, it's great. I, you know. and, and even when it comes to the series itself, like, again, like every series promoter is, is driving 
500,000, 1,500 miles, whatever it is, to a race, right? It's not like it's, everybody's got to drive if you're going to be on a, a coastal program. So you just how many just uh, how many races does how many uh, USPKS races happen in Springfield? That's <laughs> it. No, how many no, scooter no. races happen in Temecula? Yeah, right. Like like we we do we do, and and we we move on. So yeah, how many uh, Florida winter tours are in Utah? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Garrett yeah. lives in Utah. I get it. Enough. Except they do have an office in Orlando. They do. Yeah, no, yes. no. Just like, yeah no. sorry. Ursula, Ursula is more important, but yeah. she's actually in North Carolina now. For sure. For sure. <laughs> but yeah, but no, but the point, the point is well made, right? They're like this. So, so now that you're in the Northwest, you know, there's a lot of road racing up there. Are you going to do a little more road racing? Me? Road racing? Am I, I going to do any racing? Well, I, I figured road racing is easier, you know. It was, you know, you did a couple at Las Vegas, right? The, I'm not uh, very aerodynamic. No. No. <laughs> I actually, well, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I actually talked to Kathy about getting in the cart uh, a little bit this year if I could. So we'll see. Uh, see? Wow. see, there it is right there. Well, there because, you know, her garden has a lot of fruit and vegetables in it up there. So it means I'm, I'm going to have to, you know, when you work on your house, you don't have to go to Taco Bell three times a week. So <laughs> yep. hopefully, well, you know, David, although you still make your, you still go to McDonald's, I'm sure. No. No. No, yeah, I got a new grill. I, I'm grilling out all the time. Yeah, what happened to the grill, Rob? You never brought that grill to me. I know, I know. I'm just gonna sell it. We'll get a new one. Too far of a drive. All right, when folks. You, June 24th, 26th, Pat's Acres. What do you want? What, do you, what yeah, else you want to talk about? When are you? Uh, when are you coming back here to move the motorhome? Uh, I think I'm back down there on Sunday. Actually, Saturday. I'll watch. I'll watch the 500 there. Just drive the motorhome up the pads. It's not a motorhome. It's a trailer. It's a fifth wheel. Tow it. Motorhome's gone. Yeah. I don't have a truck. I don't have a truck. How did it get there? Magic. It was there when I, it was there when I bought it. There you go. Uh... All right. Let's wrap this thing up. We're 45 minutes in. Uh, any, any final words, Andy? Uh, registration's open for the event. Pat's Acres. We're like five That's weeks right. away, like you said. Uh, and you throw the names out there, right? Awesome to see Rawls. The performance is, is going to be there. Uh, GFC Cardi is going to be there. There's going to be a big shift. I got a feeling there's going to be a big shifter contingent because there are a bunch of shifter cart racers in the Pacific Northwest. They got to come down to this battle for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, hopefully, uh, like you said, you so talk about RPG, we talk about GFC. Um, Austin Elliott from Speed Sense been a great supporter. Ron White's trying to put something together. You know, Rob Suarez from Illuminos came. Um, so hopefully, you know, if we get those teams, obviously, which we will. And then, you know, you get Italian Motors and you get Midnight Motors and you get a few others. Ward Racing, Word Racing, who's up there, you know. Yep, Randy Ward. Uh, Homebo. I mean, you, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of different groups, right? And we don't need, you know, my program, right? We don't need five teams of 20. We need 20 teams of five. I mean, that's, that's, what, I, that's what I love to see, right? If you remember, well, you weren't there last year, but obviously last year, you know, like literally – 40% of the people I felt like probably I'm overestimating, but camped at the track. So it was great. You know, the day was over and we had, we had music and you, you smelled barbecues and there were, you know, beers and, you know, it was just a great, great time. That's, you know, there's no pit spot fee unless you want to pit up in the upper area where you got to talk to Chris Egger pit at the pit in the back, no pit spot fee, no camping fee. You know what? Just come hang out, race and have a good time. You know, it's the atmosphere, it, man. It's so cool there. And as you know, June 24th and 25th, 
it's light till 10 p.m. in Portland. <laughs> right. I never it's thought ridic- about that. That's it's right. ridiculous. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I'm just excited. I, I, you know, as we, as you know, we all write our press releases, but the longer we do this, like certain races don't excite us as much as others, right? It's like, okay, I'm go, I'm going. I'm so can't wait to get to the racetrack. But you know, I've been going here for how many years? We're just gonna go. But this is this is one of those where. Like it fires me up, it pumps me up. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to getting back for sure. Should be good for sure. Uh, again, last call, June 25, uh, 24, 25, 26. We're camping. We're gonna have a good time. Pat's Acres, California, California Rock Championship. Uh, David, in, last in words or what? <laughs> last words. No, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm, again, miss the challenge, family. Ready to see all the uh, all the staff, including Andy and uh, and everybody else up there. <laughs> Andy, thank you so much. Eric's last run. There we go. Wow. Eric's not moving with me to Boise. So, uh, so Eric will be doing something else with his life. So, uh, wow. Is Eric's last run? So it's kind of like, it's kind of like a bachelor party for going away. (laughs) (laughs) Eric has enough trouble getting through the weekends. We don't need any more. (laughs) Yeah. No more, no more motivation needed. Andy, thank you so much for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Big guys. Thank you so much. Hang in the studio. We'll talk to you later. Uh, well, David, there it is. You're going to get your first trip to Pat's Acres Racing Complex yeah. end of June. Should be a ton of fun. The minute, I, tr- trust me, the minute you pull off the road, Art Road, and roll back to drive through the thing to get to, you're going to be in love with that place. You are going to fall in love with it the minute you pull in. I'm going to feel even better when I'm racing 206. Yeah, <laughs> plant that seed. Plant that seed. Because again, if it's if it's not part of the regular program, you know, we can race in it. You know, we could, you know, we could always throw somebody on the mic, you know, again, maybe a little warm up early in the morning and then maybe some racing later on or something like that. Again, kind of just like a thrown together, thrown together race. Everybody wants to run 206. Sign up. That's it. Send that fax that to Andy. Fax it. (laughs) Scan an email. All right, folks. David, thank you so much, guys. This is another primetime edition. It's 849 here, uh, East Coast. We're looking forward to this event. I think a lot of people are. You know, the survey came out. People wanted to go to Pat's. They did it last year. People are coming back. Teams are going to be there. The atmosphere is going to be amazing. We're thrilled. Andy said to us, hey, listen, we, we want you guys there. We want ECAN there to cover it. Full trackside live coverage. I'll be back on the mic at the track. First time I was there was 1999. Supercarts USA Pro Moto Tour. And like you said, um, who else? Who else? Who won that first race? Trevor McAllister. McAllister did, yeah. On a leading edge track, Magic won the race. Yeah, and Tucker, like you said, Nick Tucker was a winner in the uh, in the ADCC. I can't remember who won senior. I don't know. It was amazing stuff. ADCC senior back in the day. I have to pull the magazine out back here. Yeah, that's but that's again before my time. I don't have right? that 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 event memorized in my head. There you go. Well, folks, thank you so much for joining us here on Facebook and or uh, YouTube. We appreciate it. Of course, you'll be able to get it, get it on YouTube through, uh, through our channel. Uh, but again, another great edition of face to face. David's phone's already ringing. Somebody's giving him a call. Thanks again, folks. I appreciate it. On behalf of David Cole, my name is Rob Howden. Bye for now.